Hello, you are listening to Delta Dispatches. We're discussing Louisiana's coast, its people, wildlife, and jobs, and why restoring it matters. I'm Jacques Hebert with Audubon, Louisiana. And I'm Simone Malaz with Restore Retreat. Hey, Simone. Happy post-Mardi Gras. We yeah. survived. Yeah, I love Mardi Gras. And then I'm I'm just like, it needs to be over, right? Yeah. You know, I can't take it. My kids can't take it. By Y'all. Tuesday, it's like, we're mm-hmm. ready to be done. But <laughs> you had a good ride on Iris. Did. It didn't Super rain, fun. right? It did not rain. That's awesome. It never rains on Iris. Uh, we had a, My husband had a ride on sa- Sunday. He had a good time. We had a great day on a Mardi Gras. You had some good times. Mm-hmm. So yeah, down in the St. Amparey, checking out all the costumes. Some yeah. really crazy stuff out there. Yes, but then it's over. It's right? over. And then and it was Valentine's Day. It was Valentine's Day. Day in recovery. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, love you. You too. Um, but yeah, so we're moving forward. And um, so, what are we talking? Oh. So the funny thing was all Mardi Gras, Valentine's Day, all this other kind of stuff. And then we had all this coastal stuff happen too. And it was like Lundi Gras. They had annual plan comments too. Gomesa was included oh, yeah, in right. the president's budget, which is thumbs up. It's mm-hmm. been several years since then. We had a couple of things happen on diversions. It was just the world did not stop. Yeah, for it was us. a busy, I mean, you, it, you, it, it truly is uh, just a Tuesday everywhere else. <laughs> and on the <laughs> coastal front, they proved that. But we were managing to keep going, you know, keeping up with the, the news and the work while still having so, fun. So on the, on the lighter side, I loved the quiz. So tell me, I, I, don't, I wonder if I can guess, but okay. Uh, for those of you who are wondering, um, our, we put out a, what kind of Louisianan are you uh, tied to Mardi Gras? And you can go on and answer a bunch of questions and it tells you who you are. So, Simone, who are you? What kind of Louisianan are guess. you? I, th- I think you're a classic agent. <laughs> no, I'm a hoodat. You're a hoodat, of course. <laughs> of course. Do you know Do you know what I am? You're a little Louie. Yeah, of I course. Knew it. Yeah, I knew a little it. <laughs> My so, husband's like, clearly this quiz is wrong. I'm a classic Cajun. I was like, uh, no, boo. I think deep down you are a classic Cajun. <laughs> yeah. So you can go on our Facebook, yes. Restore the Please Mississippi do. River Delta, take the quiz. Um, it's a lot of fun. Share it. Very fun. Um, you know, we like to keep it positive and fun every now and then yeah, as a way I loved it. to spread the message. And it's been great to see that, you know, we've... I think oh, we've had over 10,000 page views over awesome. just in a few days since we've launched it. So Very it's been cool. successful. Very cool. Well, you let me take over the show. Yes, this is. I'm Yay! so excited. It's your people here yes, today. We're talking yes. about Lafouche. It is. The Fork. Um, we are um, taking over the bayou. We're going to go up the bayou, down the bayou. We're going to clean up the bayou. And then we're going to end at a party on the bayou. So. Oh, it sounds Yay! like a great day. Yes. Good show. So we are so excited to welcome our first guest. Um, we have long, I have long history with the next guest. Uh, we actually went to high school together. Uh-oh. He accused me of being the mascot, um, which I categorically deny. So I can, you weren't Simone Terrio the Terrier? The fighting Terrier. No, I was not. Okay. Um, I was not. Um, maybe secretly he was, and that's why he's putting the blame on me. But I don't think so. But uh, we are so happy that Ben Marlborough, the executive director of the Bayou Lafouche Freshwater District, is joining us for the show today. He is on vacation with his family what? and he's calling in welcome to the show ben hi y'all how are you how's vacation do you need a vacation Good, from yeah. your vacation <laughs> yeah i uh can't wait to get back in the truck and head back uh back east back to louisiana <laughs> well it's ready to be over speaking of back east you headed north to lsu you're a professional engineer and you've been at the uh been an executive director of the freshwater district since um february of 2013 um, so besides um, me telling everybody that we went to high school together, why don't you tell uh, all of our listeners a little bit about yourself? 
so always aspired to be the mascot at Vanderbilt. <laughs> so I think that's why, uh, you know, you were always just figured jealous. Simone <laughs> was that person. But no, I grew up South Ohoma, um, down to Bayou, mm-hmm. uh, just below the the intersection of Bayou Terrebonne and Bayou Petit Caillou. Nice. So, um, you know, what's interesting is. I've been very, very fortunate with this new job as of 2013 to get back involved in in things and projects and of of things that I've heard about since I was a little bitty a wee ute, as I like to say, <laughs> down the bayou. So yeah, you uh, did it's some, been exciting. You did some work in Texas, and then you did come back home, right? You had your, you have a young family, and and you came back home, and uh, you get like you said, you get to work on Louisiana issues, which must be nice because. A lot of your family, you have a big family, is also involved in Louisiana issues. Correct, correct. Being from a, a engineering family, we've all back from my my dad to my two brothers. Uh, we're all engineers by trade. His sister's the uh, chef. I took a, mm-hmm. She's the mm-hmm. chef. Mm-hmm. She covers she's that part. <laughs> you got the creativity and the engineering. Yeah, exactly. Got That's the culture right. right. Well, cool. That's right. So tell us a little bit, um, you know, what, what is the Bayou Lafouche Freshwater District? What, what is that and what do you do there? So we were formed, um, and I, I only got eight minutes, so I'll try to <laughs> um, be as brief as possible. But, but first and foremost, as a drinking water supply back in the 50s, uh, there was an emphasis to tie Bayou Lafouche back into the river. Uh, first and foremost, uh, as a potable water source for the for the people and businesses in Ascension, Assumption, Lafourche, and Terrebonne. That, that's who we serve daily. That's a lot. Uh, that's our that's the number one mandate uh, as laid out by the legislature. But the, the real interesting thing, and that's that's extremely critical, especially lately with the freeze and the, the yeah, good point. Mm-hmm. That's extremely important. And, uh, of course, water is one of those things that down in South Louisiana, especially with there's such an abundance of, um, we, it's taken grant. It's taken for granted uh, until you turn on your faucet and, and either it doesn't come out or it comes out and it looks a little funny or smells a little funny. But but back in the late '80s and early '90s, there was really a big push to expand the operation and the function of Bayou Lafourche from not just a potable water supply, but to tie it back into the Mississippi River. Um, with increase in flow down it to utilize the existing conveyance channel of the bayou to move some of the fresh water from the Mississippi River down to uh, the estuaries and marshes of Lower Lafourche and Lower Terrebonne, which I don't have to explain to anybody, either you two or <laughs> probably anybody listening, um, that fresh water is, is certainly critically needed in those regions. So, and, uh, and that's really been a focus of ours over the last, you know, 25 years or so. Yeah, and the, um, the history of the Bayou too, Ben, right, is that it used to be a distributary of the Mississippi River and it was dammed off, right? I mean, uh, you've, you've given correct. that presentation a thousand times, right? So tell us a little bit about the uh, the history of Bayou Lafourche. So, yeah, so so Bayou Lafourche was was actually a, the um, an old ch- channel of the Mississippi River, um, which built the region and then the, the channel migrated um, east um, to its existing location, um, but from the you know from the early 1800s to late 1800s, it was a significant corridor for products and goods coming all the way from down the bayou into Thibodeau, from Homa Thibodeau, and up 
into the river and over into New Orleans. Um, and then in the late 1800s, with the um, increased footprint of the rail system, uh, increased flooding concerns of people along the river, the pl- I mean the bayou, the, the plantation owners, um, there was less of an emphasis on Bayou Lafourche as a as a commerce corridor. So in the early 1900s, there was enough pressure put on Congress to to actually authorize the uh, closure of Bayou Lafourche, and it was it was intended to be a temporary closure for a lock structure to come in afterwards. Uh, but in 1904, that temporary dam was put into place, and naturally the the lock structure never came. So um, from the from 1904 to 1955, when the pump station was constructed. Uh, there was no influx of, of fresh water from the river into Bayou Lafourche. So um, it's had some very interesting problems, especially some that, that we've had to work through in the, in the past couple of years. Um, but there's certainly no lack of history there. That's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. It's, it's been the setting of many a movies, mm-hmm. a book, TV shows, and all that. Ben, we have to go to a break. Do you mind hanging on, on with us through the break? And then uh, we'll talk a little bit about the current work of Bayou Lafouche. Is that okay? No problem. Yes, all right. Ma'am. You're listening to Delta Dispatches every Thursday. We'll be right back after the break. Hi, I'm Don Cheadle. Listen up. I want to talk to you about something important, the Environmental Defense Fund. EDF isn't like some of the other environmental groups. EDF works together with those on both sides of the issue. Despite all the fighting in Washington, EDF has found ways for both parties to support real progress. That has made our air and water cleaner and the products in our homes safer. So not only can our planet prosper, so can our future. Go to edf.org to see how you can help. National Wildlife Federation gives voices to the wildlife conservation values that are part of our country's heritage. We are charting a new course for wildlife that our children and grandchildren will thank us for. Visit our website, nwf.org Louisiana, to find out more about our work to restore and protect coastal Louisiana for generations to come. National Wildlife Federation, uniting all Americans to ensure wildlife thrive in a rapidly changing world. nwf.org slash Louisiana. Mardi Gras is over, but the party is far from finished. The Coalition to Restore Coastal Louisiana is celebrating our oyster shell recycling program with a two-week celebration sponsored by Shell Oil Company. Starting February 20th, our partner restaurants will have daily oyster specials. So eat up and collect special celebration doubloons. Use the tokens March 8th to win prizes during the celebration finale at Urban South Brewery. For dates and information, visit crcl.org. And remember, once you shuck them, don't just chuck them. Restore a Retreat is a coastal nonprofit organization working in the heart of the Barataria and Terrebonne Basins, from the Mississippi River to the Atchafalaya. We work every day to restore Louisiana's coast community and culture with our mission of implementing long-term and large-scale projects for our irreplaceable region. We'll hope you join us in supporting the solution. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and online at www.restoreorretreat.org.
And we're back. You're listening to Delta Dispatches. We're discussing Louisiana's coast, its people, wildlife, and jobs, and why restoring it matters. We're so excited to have Ben Marlboro, Executive Director with Bayou Lafouche Freshwater District, back on Delta Dispatches with us. Um, so thanks for being on, Ben. We were talking a little bit about the history of Bayou Lafouche, and of course, there's been so much great stuff written about it. I mean, I think about, you know, Lafcadio Hearn and, um, you know, the uh, Il Denier and the tales of taking a <laughs> boat you know, down uh, to the right. Barrier Islands and vacation. And I think there was a, a, a documentary by Louisiana Endowment for the Humanities that featured Wendell Kierall. And I believe you were in that, right? Cor- correct. Talking about Bayou Lafouche and the uh, Freshwater District. That's correct. So that you, movie appearance you shared a screen with Wendell. How did that go? <laughs> Wendell well, was a former board we... member of Ben. So I will lay claim to that. So. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was awesome. We, um, they had to pick one, designee and they picked rightfully so window cure all to explain the history and uh it was really cool to to do that and be a part of that um and of course coming on to the in this position wendell being on the board right um has a wealth of knowledge um random knowledge and including (laughs) just outside of bayou lafouche so he was great to learn from uh in the very beginning it was very sad to see him move on but obviously he's got some pretty important things he's working on down in south south of Foo, so yeah we had the LEH uh, I understood. guys yeah we had those guys on the show and and that was a, a good piece and you're right Wendell does have lots of knowledge and sometimes random on things but I'm um, I'm sure he was a, a very helpful board member to you especially uh, when you were first coming on I think shocks no your cousin by the way too we <laughs> were having this discussion. Um, he shocks families from Homa, and so offline we're gonna have to figure out. Yeah, if yeah. yeah. Well, trees. I'm related to some Marlboros <laughs> through mm-hmm. the A Bears, but I don't know if we're mm-hmm. related. But we're all related in South Louisiana. Yeah, go back far enough. <laughs> so tell us um, a little bit about the the kind of the work you have going on right now. What are some of the things you're focusing on um, with the Freshwater District? So so right now we have obviously the 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 biggest project. Uh, is we're working on designing a new pump station. So back in 2008, uh, after Hurricane Gustav, the Bayou Lafouche went septic, uh, for lack of a better term, and, and really kind of opened everyone's eyes uh, as for the need of, of having the ability to push more fresh water down to, to flush the system, per se. Um, but also staying within the... Uh, the original plan, which was formulated, Simone, back in the early 90s, yep. to, to reintroduce um, more fresh water into Bayou Lafouche, there was 144 alternatives looked mm-hmm. at to see how much we could, how we can maximize the amount of water from the Mississippi River down Bayou Lafouche with causing the, the least disruption, uh, essentially, is what, what the report. Yeah, and that was part uh, of the Louisiana what, Coastal Area Study, mm-hmm. which we've talked about on the show mm-hmm. before. So. Definitely an idea that's been around for a long time is, is re-energizing the bayou with some fresh water for a coastal benefit. Correct. So, so in 2006, uh, after it had gone through the Quipper process, kind of not, not very successful because it didn't score very well, the Too state picked it up, carried the ball, and in 2006 came out with a report that said, this is what we can do. Uh, it was a minimum of a thousand CFS and involved several project components, including um, obviously a new pump station, um, some channel dredging. Uh, there was something that had to be done with the railroad crossing. We had talked earlier about a railroad becoming 
more prevalent in that area. Well, it ended up being <laughs> a huge thorn in our side. So Gustav, I, I believe, opened everyone's eyes and, and kind of gave the will to get that first stretch of channel dredging done. It started in 2009. It completed in 2011 with some state surplus funds. And uh, before I came on, the CPRA had committed $20 million to continue that. And um, from that, we were able to grow that. That was through the Coastal Impact Assistance Program, the CAP program. Uh, we were able to expand that $20 million uh, to $31 million approximately, and we were able to do some really cool things. Uh, naturally, we, we did continue channel dredging. We did about 11 miles uh, from Bell Rose down to Napoleonville, so we completed uh, half of the channel dredging that needs to be done. Um, we got taken care of the probably the biggest linchpin in the whole program was the railroad, the Union Pacific Railroad. Don't, you got to stop and you got to tell that story a little too, <laughs> Ben. That's, that's one of my favorite stories uh, with Scott Angel and going to Omaha. So you got to hit yeah. on that just for a second. So that was, you know, coming into this position, you, you get some time to dig through some historical files and, you know, being an engineering geek, you know, a lot of the analysis really interests me, but, the the neat thing was the all of the dealings with the railroad and it seemed like the state would gain some ground and then the railroad would just kind of come in and not squash it but it would just you know that's really not what we want to do right now and i mean we knew i say we the freshwater district knew and the state knew that something had to be done with the railroad crossing essentially for the people who don't know it was a levee that crossed bayou lafouche with two culverts that ran through the levee and here we are we can't operate our existing pump station at 450 cubic feet per second of water. And, and here we are trying to expand to a minimum of 1,000, and we can't pass 450 through the culverts, and much less even attempting to try to pass 1,000. So something had to be done, and uh, Scott Angel, who was the public service commissioner at the time, uh, offered to champion this and and you know scott did a wonderful job and i i don't believe that we we get the job done without him helping there's no doubt in my mind but there were so many other people who were very very uh, wendell wendell went up instrumental to... wendell yeah. was there huge hugh caffrey our chairman was there uh z jerome zarenka yeah. was the the chairman of cpra at the time was there and that kind of got the ball rolling and then Z moved on to bigger and better things. <laughs> uh, I don't know if he would say the and, same. <laughs> and Chip, Chip was yeah. stepped in yeah. and uh, and carried the baton. And, and Chip ultimately found the money um, for us to to do the project. Uh, it was it was such a fast paced project. It was one of the coolest projects they, I've ever been. They had a part this of super cool time lapse on on uh, that that Ben and them shared. Um, they did it over Thanksgiving weekend. They tore the old bridge down and they built a. And to Ben is right. It was literally dammed off with some culverts. And to see an engineering feat like that, it looked like something that happens in Dubai, right? Oh. That something happens like right. that. But thirty six hours. Thirty six wow. hours. And so the, yeah, the railroad's so important to them that they could not waste time having it shut down any longer. And it's just, I mean, it's such a good example, right? Of oh, You yeah. often think of, there's so many roadblocks trying to get things like this done, done, literal roadblocks, and, you know, you guys were able to right. accomplish it, and it kind of gives hope to, to other folks. So they fly up to Omaha, right? Super nervous. 
this is it. This is it with the railroad. They need them to help them out. They go up, you know, ivory tower in Omaha, right? They open the door Mm -hmm. to the most important person's office. And what happened? Well, first of all, he's wearing an LSU hat. He had an LSU hat on. They were like, okay, awesome. (laughs) This is a good start. Yeah. Not from Louisiana, but, uh, but definitely knew some of the Louisiana guys because of it. Because of the college, because they play series. baseball. Yeah, there. yeah, he must and have ben, gone a lot of the World ben's Series. Ben's brother played, That's right? Awesome. So play baseball. So love those stories. I love those stories. Well, y'all, um, y'all also have some uh, other besides just the dredging and the railroad bridge, the pump station. Y'all had a saltwater control structure. You are intimately involved in everything up and down the bayou. So um, we're actually going to have Alma on to talk about the cleanup in a little bit, and Ryan to talk about the event. So. Um, is there anything else you want to share with us, the cool that y'all have going on or where they can find out no, more information? So, yeah, so we have a website. We have a Facebook page, www.blfwd.org. Um, the big exciting thing we're pushing forward on now is, is we're, we, on Monday night, we'll have presented to us, our engineers, the 30% design of a new pump station. So oh, that's wow. That's really exciting for us. So we're hoping to have a... Uh, a 408 review request into the Corps of Engineers by uh, May or June of this year uh, to really push that thing forward. So hopefully, you know, um, if things fall in place and align like things have uh, in the past, we could be seeing construction of that uh, in the next couple of years. So that's really exciting. That is kind of boring. We're not, no. we're not building or tearing anything down right now. So, we know how cool it is uh, on the show. Trust me. So we wish you we'll get to it. Yeah. We Thank wish you all, so all the best of success. On. No, we love Thank you for, Thank for you. taking yeah. time during your vacation. But if you know, shock and I, we have to ask you a fun question before you, you leave. Okay. Go ahead. I'm ready. Okay. So be, just, you, 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 could only, you never know what this you could only, <laughs> <laughs> you could only watch or go to this event for the rest of your life. LSU baseball or LSU football? I would have to go with LSU. Well, do they change the rules where you can buy beer in the stadium? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, it would have to be LSU football. Awesome. Um, well, only, mainly for the pregame. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> all right, Ben, thank you so much. Enjoy your vacation. We'll be back thank with Delta Dispatches so after you. the break. Hi, I'm Don Cheadle. Listen up. I want to talk to you about something important, the Environmental Defense Fund. EDF isn't like some of the other environmental groups. EDF works together with those on both sides of the issue. Despite all the fighting in Washington, EDF has found ways for both parties to support real progress. That has made our air and water cleaner and the products in our homes safer. So not only can our planet prosper, so can our future. Go to edf.org to see how you can help. National Wildlife Federation gives voices to the wildlife conservation values that are part of our country's heritage. We are charting a new course for wildlife that our children and grandchildren will thank us for. Visit our website, nwf.org Louisiana, to find out more about our work to restore and protect coastal Louisiana for generations to come. National Wildlife Federation, uniting all Americans to ensure wildlife thrive in a rapidly changing world. nwf.org slash Louisiana. Mardi Gras is over, but the party is far from finished. The Coalition to Restore Coastal Louisiana is celebrating our oyster shell recycling program with a two-week celebration sponsored by Shell Oil Company. Starting February 20th, our partner restaurants will have daily oyster specials. So eat up and collect special celebration doubloons. Use the tokens March 8th to win prizes during the celebration finale at Urban South Brewery. 
For dates and information, visit crcl.org. And remember, once you shuck them, don't just chuck them. Restore a Retreat is a coastal nonprofit organization working in the heart of the Barataria and Terrebonne Basins, from the Mississippi River to the Atchafalaya. We work every day to restore Louisiana's coast, community, and culture with our mission of implementing long-term and large-scale projects for our irreplaceable region. And we're back. You're listening to Delta Dispatches. We're discussing Louisiana's coast, its people, wildlife, and jobs, and why restoring it matters. I am Jacques Bear with Audubon, Louisiana. And I am Samoa Laws with Restore Retreat. So we're moving down the bayou? We are. Well, we're cleaning up the bayou. We're cleaning up the bayou Plus, first. And it needs okay. to be cleaned up sometimes, too. So you can't talk about Bayou Lafouche without talking about the Barataria Terrebonne National Estuary Program. Also known as? Bitnip. So we share a dorm. Neighbors. We, yes, we're dorm neighbors. And so we are so happy. Actually, this is the first time we've had somebody from Bitnap no. on the show. We need to have Susan. On we the need show. to have more. Yeah, we'd love to have and more they do guests. Bird stuff. Yeah, so we'll I talk think, to Alma about yeah. that. So we are so glad to have Alma Rova show on the phone. Hey, Alma, how you doing? Hey, Simone. Hey, Jock. <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for being on. Alma, Alma is the education and outreach coordinator. She's worked in marine education and research for 25 years. She's a project yeah. manager for Wet Shop, and she coordinates Bayou Lafouche Cleanup, which uh, includes 106 miles of Bayou Lafouche. Goodness gracious, wow. Alma, and 1,000 volunteers. Goodness. It really is. It's amazing. The first time we talked about doing it was in 2012, and everybody was like, oh, you can't do the whole bayou. And I was like, well, yes, we have to do the whole bayou. <laughs> so I so, figured out a way to do it. Tell us a little bit about yourself. We just talked about your background a little bit, but tell us about yourself and tell us about your work with Bitnip. Well, I was born and raised in Thibodeau, yes, so I'm a she bayou was. girl, mm-hmm. right near, right Robichaux. near the bayou, Robichaux from Thibodeau, <laughs> and uh, left Thibodeau for just about 20 years, went on uh, to college in Alabama, and then came back uh, to go to work for the Barataria uh, Terrible and National Estuary Program as their educator, and I am so glad to be back. You have that bayou uh, b- water in your blood. Yeah, you right. Get it out. So it brought me right back to where... I started from, and I'm so happy to be here. And I've been with Bitnap for uh, eight years. Oh, wow. Well, and, yeah. yeah, started the cleanup seven years ago, and uh, this will be our seventh year, and we're looking forward to it again this year. So, Alma, tell us a little bit about, for those who may not know, Bitnap um, as an organization and the, the work that y'all do. Sure. Bitnap is a state agency, but we get a grant from the federal government. We are mandated through Congress, so we are um, we are in the budget, hopefully, for a while. <laughs> and uh, But we do work on a grant um, from them. We also have a management conference of about 45 to 50 members, which are the state, the federal, any stakeholders in the estuary area. Of course, our estuaries are Barataria and Terrebonne which is separated by Bayou Lafouche and cornered on each side by the Mississippi River and the Atchafalaya River. Good description. So Bittenev's yeah, job is to, um, to preserve, to protect, to restore this area, to keep the culture alive through, um, through you know, all of the activities that we do. And we make sure that we, our water quality is good. We make sure that our culture stays 
intact, and we do that through um, through working on different programs like the Vital Fish Cleanup. And I know um, with, through Audubon, Louisiana, I mean, we've partnered with Bitnap on a few things that are bird-related, um, mm-hmm. and we've They're appreciated you having, mm-hmm. uh, having you all as partners. They do invasive species. They have wonderful calendars. They have education materials. They're really a one-stop yeah. shop. They have some great, great information. But you have a cleanup coming up. So why don't you tell us a little bit more? Give us the dates, the times. Tell us a little bit about the cleanup. Sure. It's going to be March 10th. It's Saturday from 8 to 12. Um, we uh, have site captains. We have 13 site captains. So we can't do, I can't do the entire um, bayou. Nobody could. So we do break it up. And I have great site captains that have been uh, around for the last seven years. And they are in charge of their area. They get the volunteers. So you sign up on the BitNap website, but then you go to whatever area. If you're in Napoleonville, if you're in Donisonville, if you're all the way down in Leeville, we have site captains all up and down the bayou that, um, that will put you where you need to be to, to, to do the best. We need boats. We need people cleaning up on the side. We need people handing out all the gear that you're going to need for the day. So um, there's a job for everybody, big and small, and uh, we'd love for everybody to come out. So, Alma, do you have um, an age ish? you know, you have anything like that that people need to know before they, they get in there? Um, yeah, well, we, um, we if you are going to be in a boat, we do provide grabbers and, um, and uh, bags and stuff like that, and then we'll have a drop-off area for your boat. And we will be able to, you'll be able to put the bags on the side and then there will be volunteers that can take the bags and bring them to the road and then a truck can pick them up from there and take them to the dumpster. We weigh the dumpsters before and after and we also have tally sheets that the volunteers use to tally what they pick up Um, so we can find out exactly what is coming out of the bayou, and we also find out the weight of what's coming out of the bayou. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about that, about what you've... Uh, Our results. <laughs> yeah. yeah we, we've gotten... Um, the most we pulled out was 25 tons of trash and debris. Wow. And that includes boats, jet skis, refrigerators, space, water heaters, bowling ball. We had a bowling ball. Bowling ball, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then um, the least we pulled out was 14 tons. So, I mean, that was probably on the year that it rained. Um, we do collect. Um, like you would think that they would run out of stuff to take out. <laughs> Alma, right? To take out. You really do. I mean, we find everything from, um, from fishing-related stuff to clothes. And, I think no bodies um, yet, right, Alma? No bodies yet, huh? No, no cars. No. You're going to have to cars. Yeah, no, no bodies. We do find cars, oh, pieces yeah. of cars. Uh-oh. We got a back seat one time. Uh, we have a tire problem in the Lafourche Parish. Mm. Um, we people are dumping their tires. If you have tires that you want to get rid of, you can call Lafourche Parish, and they will take five tires per day per person. Oh, that's with interesting. The driver's license, yeah. So the driver's license that says that you're that you live in Lafourche Parish. So you don't have to throw them on the side of the road. You can dispose of them properly and keep them out of our environment. They're very dangerous for the environment. So um, we we do collect about 200 tires a year, though. And, I I mean, if you're able to get that many volunteers, I mean, people must really care and and understand the importance of our waterways and our bayous, right? I mean, people fish in them, people kayak in them. Um, I mean, so tell us a little bit about how you all, you know, help people understand the importance of doing this work and cleaning up. 
Well, it's amazing because the first year we thought we would only have 100 people and we ended up with a thousand volunteers or 1200 volunteers. Um, and it's exactly what you said, Jacques, is that is, that is what people care about. I mean, this is a natural resource that we see every day. We want clean water. It is our drinking water supply. Um, it, it needs to be respected. And, you know, when it was closed off for those, uh, those years, I think it became stagnant. It became a ditch and people stopped, uh, respecting it for what it was. And now that it is back open and running and flourishing, uh, there's a renewed interest in it. And I'm so excited about the Friends of Bayou Lafouche joining in. Yeah, and they'll be on recreation. that. Yeah, getting some so, recreation on the bayou. So do we need to work on you or Ryan to try to get the Nichols water skiing team back up and running? Ooh, who who needs that to... be fun? Do they ski on Bayou Lafouche? Water ski in the bayou. Wow. No kidding. Yeah. Yes. That's definitely a, ba- that's definitely a Ryan thing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make sure to bring it up. Him. Well, Alma, tell us where people can sign up. You know, give us the information. Give us the, um, you know, where where people can go to find out more information. Um, they get they get gloves and bags and stuff too, right? Right. We get. Um, you can go to our website www.bitnap.org and sign up in there. You can put your t-shirt size in because we do pride ourselves on our t-shirts. Um, every year we have a different theme. We've so it's like if you, frog, if you got that got shirt, camouflage. you helped two years ago, you know, that kind of stuff. Yes. That's a very cool thing. Yes. And this year is going to be nickel color. So it's <gasps> going to be red and gray. So awesome. It's be very popular, I think. And you can sign up at our website or you can call the office um, and we can give you the information uh, to be able to sign up. Very cool. Alma, what are some other cool things that you're working on? I know that you, you're probably gearing up for a wet shop, which is a summer thing too, right? Right. We always have our teacher workshops going on. It's, it's where we um, help the teachers to get stuff into the classrooms for the, for, the, for the students. So we can't reach every student, so we try to reach the teachers and give them the, um, the information and the curriculum that they need to be able to take it right into the classroom and teach it without having a lot of trouble. So uh, we're working on web shop. I also have the Marine Debris Education and Prevention Program, which is with high school students. We take them out to Elmer's Island once a month. Oh, cool. And Yes, and we pick up trash out there. We also do sediment samples and water sampling from microplastics. So they're kind of doing citizen science. And um, the students are getting a great, a great opportunity to see the Gulf Coast and see Louisiana's working coast. And we always do a tour of Port Fouchon, which is so important to our Bayou region. So, um, yeah, we got some great no, things No shortage going. of things going on, right? No, that's right. <laughs> well, thank that's you right. for being on the show today, Alma. We, uh, we want to have you back on. We'll talk about some of the, your other projects that you have coming up. Um, but before you go, we have to ask you a fun question. Just okay. yes or no, okay? Would you okay. swim in Bayou Lafouche? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and and what about water ski? <laughs> Would you water no, ski? No, <laughs> I cannot water ski. I my water skiing day. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on, Alma. Uh, we'll be right back after the break. You're listening to Delta Dispatches on WGSO 990 AM.
And we're back. You're listening to Delta Dispatches. We're discussing Louisiana's coast, its people, wildlife, and jobs, and why Restoring It Matters. I'm Jacques Bear with Audubon, Louisiana. And I'm Simone Laws with Restore Retreat, and, and apparently to- Bayou Lafouche's biggest cheerleader today. You are, and we're doing a full tour of the bayou. We're water skiing, we're swimming, we're cleaning it up. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing next? We're celebrating St. Patty's Day, yes, right? Yes, this is a really fun event. We are um, happy to have on the line Ryan Perk, who's the executive director of Friends of Bayou Lafouche. Welcome on, Ryan. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for having me on. All right, Ryan. uh, This is the drill. It's like a job interview. Tell us a little bit about yourself. (laughs) Well, it seems a little bit more laid back than a typical job. Yeah, uh, we reserve the right to make fun of you a little bit. (laughs) Good, good. And, and, you know, I guess having having been lead lead the way, you guys set the bar too high. He was great. I'm so glad he he came on. I'm lucky. He was. And and thanks again for for allowing Friends of Bile Lafouche to come on as well as you know, Alma with that and up and, and, and Ben, we all work together. You know, we've all got similar missions, and, and that's to promote the Bayou. But um, I guess that, to tell you a little bit about myself, you know, uh, born born and raised in, in Thibodeau. Are you uh, an Up the Bayou Redbird? I am. <gasps> I am. I'm an Up I the Bayou Redbird. I knew there was Redbird. something. And you know, I was, the, I was the fighting terrier mascot, right, according to Ben. <laughs> and see, I, I thought I considered you to be a friend. <laughs> Me too. Ditto, bud. <laughs> you went to Nichols. Um, so went yes, went to went to Edie White. Uh, graduated from Nichols in in business. Uh, I spent five years as executive assistant to Mayor Tommy S.J. Yeah. of the city of Thibodeau. Um, that was that was a lot of fun. Great learning experience. Got to meet a, a lot of people and learn a lot about our community and. Um, I left there for for a couple years, and then my phone rang back in August, um, and it was John LaFord, who is his president of uh, Friends of Isla Fouche, um, trying to get me to come on board as uh, Friends of Isla Fouche's executive director. And, um, you know, I, I, miss, I, I miss the community involvement. I miss interacting with all the civic organizations. And um, always saw a need for more recreational activity in Bayou Lafourche, so it was a it was an easy decision to uh, to take on the the job and the uh, I guess the the task list of, of what we're trying to get done. So Ryan, tell us a little bit more about the Friends of Bayou Lafourche, um, how it got started, and, and kind of what are some of the main things y'all are working on right now. Sure, sure. Uh, so the the general, I guess the the. The organization was conceived back in probably late 2014, early 15, uh, when just a, a small group of volunteers saw that that the bayou was was being underutilized from a recreational standpoint. Uh, we've got this beautiful natural resource that that passes through our community, uh, and and many of our our residences and businesses just simply take it for granted we pass it we you know we pass along it up it down it across it several times a day uh and we all know it's there but we we take for granted um that we have it and and so this group of of volunteers saw that there was a need to increase the efforts of of what was happening on the bayou so um after they put many hours in and and kind of formed up the organization over over the course of several months um, back in I believe, May of 2017, they began, uh, or they 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 got their recognition as a nonprofit 501c3. Um, at that point, they were able to 
begin discussing cooperative endeavor agreements with some some public entities and were able to to hire an executive director to help out with with the tasks that are that are been put together through the through the master plan. That's great. And you mentioned um, recreation. So do you guys do a lot to kind of promote um, recreation along the bayou and getting people, you know, back uh, more connected to to the waterway? Yes. Yes, we're certainly doing that. And then, you know, primarily there's there's really two parts of doing that. And and the first one is, is probably the one that we've taken the most priority with is giving people a place to, to put in. Uh, whether it be launches, a place for somebody to drop their their kayak canoe, a paddleboard, or even if it's a a bayou side park. So, not only promoting these access points, but working hard to 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 build more of them. Uh, working with you know the local government agencies on 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 funding for potential projects, identifying. Uh, properties where we could put this because as as you guys and most of the listeners understand that a lot of the property along the bayou is privately owned so we're, we're somewhat limited to to areas that we can put that in so we are working hard to identify those as well as acquire funding to get the project done um, and and you know on the note of recreation the other side of it is is developing programs or events to initiate those people using the bayou recreationally. So St. Patrick's Day is the perfect example, right? Tell us a little bit. This must be one of your biggest, uh, one of your first big events, right? Coming up, tell us what you have planned. Yes, it is. is, That's one of our our biggest events. We've got some of the projects that we're working on hard right now. But the St. Patrick's Day event is, uh, is, is circled in, circled in in red on our calendar <laughs> right now because it's getting a lot of our attention. So um, what, what we're in the process of doing is putting together what we call advisory committees. Um, and it, it's to have different volunteer groups in all the communities along the 106 miles of Bible Hoops. You know, we, we don't want to walk into a community and tell them what they need yeah. to do. Uh, we want to hear Fair. from them what they want to do. Um, so... We, we had a group of volunteers from Thibodeau that, that met, and, and this is one of the things that they wanted to see. They wanted to see an event that allowed people to, to use the body. Uh, so what we're going to do is on Saturday, March 17th, uh, that's St. Patrick's Day, um, we're going to do a series of paddle races uh, followed by live entertainment, Food vendors, paddle vendors, crawfish. and kids' activities. Mm-hmm. I mean, of all crawfish. Do you, do so, um, people are already practicing for the for the races or what? Yes, yes, <laughs> people are signing up. So what what we've done is, you know, have, with this being kind of the, the first event, we're trying to make them as inclusive and, and easy to use yeah. or yeah, even even most beginner paddlers. So we've got the races will start and finish at the same location. Uh, we've got a one-mile race, so they'll go a half-mile up the bayou, then a half-mile back down. Uh, then we've got a, a three-mile race. And then after that, we've got a cartboard and That's duct tape. 
both at. Is that, that what you're doing, Simone? <laughs> I'll so do that. That, that, that. That's a perfect opportunity. Simone, I, I, I was checking the entries, and I, and I did not see a cardboard boat. Well, today's the day to reveal that I will have a cardboard boat. <laughs> Victoria yeah. will have a cardboard Uh-oh. boat. <laughs> Restore retreat cardboard <laughs> exactly. boat. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Ryan, we're, we are short on time. Tell us where people can find out more information about Bayou Lafouche, the event. Tell us real quick where they can find you. Sure. Our website is bylafouche.org. Um, there's all the information you can find about our organization as well as a page for the St. Patrick's Day event. Um, you can pre-register for the races online. Just let you just type in what, um, what race you want to participate. You can check out and pay there. Um, if you want more information on, on the foods, on the live music and the times, that's also on there. So, um, in addition to our website, we've got a Facebook page and an Instagram page. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ryan, for being on. I really do like you, even though you're an up the bayou red bird. Um, I can't have to admit it. Uh, I appreciate all the work that you and Alma and Ben do for the beautiful Bayou Lafouche. But this is it for our show today. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys having us and highlighting Bayou Lafouche. Thanks. So quickly, right. coming quickly, up Quickly, all right, we got a CPRA board meeting February 21st in Baton Rouge. We have volunteer opportunities through CRCL, oyster shell bagging on February 17th in Beerus, uh, tree planting in Braithwaite, my mm-hmm. neck of the woods, on the 24th. Um, go to crcl.org to learn more and register for these opportunities. Um, and we'll be back next week. Until next week. We made it through our we post Mardi Gras Yay, Delta dispatches. I hope everyone has a great week, um, and we will see you next week next week this has been Delta Dispatches on WGSO 990 AM bye